Your feathered buddy that you've brung, useless, like a pile of dung. That's going to be a tough one. You've got me scratching my head. Scratch away, scratch away. You, you won't have any hair, you'll just be scratching scalp. <laughs> like the witches, <laughs> old doll. <laughs> it's a child. It's a mess. <laughs> Reference might be lost on uh, lots of people, but roll doll, the witches. Watch the film, it's good. Welcome, listeners. We're back again. It's first of the month. We're your usual hosts, David and Jay. And Jay. Pod dogs. That's what we called you, right? That's what we called you. I'm not pod dogs. You're, you're, you're a step up from a pod dog. You're a, a pod dog owner. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever animal you are, welcome to the show. Dave, I'm just going to pull you up on this because you need to explain what the quote thing was because you didn't do it last time for new listeners to the show they would just be thinking what the fuck right well we decided to add a gaming quote at the start that jay and also yourself can try and guess what it is and we'll let you know what the answer is at the end of the show mm-hmm. i think that's i think that's pretty much it yep so good luck with that jay's struggling but i am scratching maybe, my head may, maybe you're screaming at home at your podcast app <laughs> what the answer is <laughs> yeah on the train <laughs> yeah getting frustrated but you know don't, don't stop listening if you you know wait till the end we like to start this show with what we've been gaming this week jay what's been tickling your fancy what's been well this whole section has been poor show for the last few months since uh we haven't really been playing anything but the big news i, I guess in our friend sphere is that uh, we now both have the Xbox Ultimate Game Pass. We do. Uh, I feel like you've swindled me into it. It's like Major Nelson, the marketing exec for Xbox, has tricked you, Dave, and I've been tricked as well. He, he hasn't tricked me. It's one of those double tricks where he, he looks in his pocket and, and there's, there's, a, there's a nickel with my face on it because <laughs> I've tricked it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, the, the Ultimate Game Pass, it was a great deal. They were offering, like, I think you could transfer over whatever you had left on Xbox Live to the Ultimate Pass for, like, a pound or a dollar. So, basically, if you kept adding, I think you can add up to three years' worth of Live, switched it over for a dollar, and that would automatically transfer to Game Pass. So, it's... <laughs> You're laughing all the way to the back. boring conversation. (laughs) Describing the technicalities of uh, of, uh, the ultimate deal. Yeah, but people are writing this down. Well, you don't have to write it down. Just save the show and then then go step by step from what I just said. And you won't go far wrong. You did have to walk me through it on the dashboard. That's because the Xbox is bollocks. The Xbox um, interface. Yeah. We're not partial to a particular system. We do criticize everything. Right. And... It is bollocks. I, sometimes I think that's because we've got the original versions of the Xbox and, and it's nah, Microsoft nah, it's trying not, to get us. It's to... not. It's not because of it's, that. But, you know. So I haven't played anything, but I feel like I've got something to say because I've, I've got the Ultimate Game Pass. But you, you have, the, right? I've completed a game. I've completed the Tomb Raider game. I promised a few uh, episodes back that would be done in like two weeks. I finally... In fact, I think I promised I would complete that and the Shadow of the Tomb Raider because I had like a free trial to Game Pass, mm. and I finally completed Rise of the Tomb Raider, and it was it was really good. It was really good. I'd recommend. But you're going to take a break now, though, aren't you? Because you feel a bit saturated with Lara Croft. Yeah, there's only so much. It's like what if what if you 
what if you ate oranges every single day and then all of a sudden you got a chance to change up the orange and you, you said, nah, I'll have more oranges. You wouldn't do that, would you? No. No, unless the oranges were particularly good and the alternative fruit were rotten to the core. So you're saying the Shadow of the Tomb Raider is not a particularly good orange in a way. It's a tasty orange, but a mango has just been rolled my way. So I'm thinking, <laughs> of, I'm thinking of biting the God of War mango because I've been meaning mm. to play that for a while. So I'm thinking of jumping on that, that ship, that Nordic ship. <laughs> I started it a while ago and I just never got around to, to, to getting any further than a few hours in. So I do hate going back into games after a, a bit of a break. It's the worst. I feel like Metroid when all your powers have been taken away. And yeah. I mean, well, the worst thing I, is, is that God of War is a very progressive game in that you learn new combos and you kind of have to keep all those combos in your head when you're playing. Right. You're going to be fighting like a, like Tyrion or something, you know, <laughs> with that kind of handicap. Not that being a dwarf is, is a hand, handicap. That's not, that's not dwarfist. No. Well, I'm thinking of maybe looking, looking up at a few tips just to get me going again, just to see what, what I should be doing combat wise because combat is the hardest thing I th- well you know the thing to get your, your head around yeah. when yeah, it comes to you. learning the buttons are you, you going to jump on that ship too Jay or what there's room for two <laughs> yeah I, ne- I do need to get back into it even though I've got the ultimate game pass I think I need to I need to clear the decks well what's happening is I keep seeing online people just say oh, this is the best you know this is my favourite game of this year this is my favourite game of this year uh, I just I need to jump on it I feel like I'm missing out if I don't and otherwise, otherwise if I don't play it soon, it'll get so far away that there'll be other games coming out. A bit like Bloodborne for me. <laughs> like, would you go back to whatever the game of the year was back in 2000 now and start playing it? No, that is an extreme example, but no. Yeah, that, is, that is an extreme example. I don't know. I don't know what that is. That game. is nigh on 20 years ago. <laughs> it's probably like Crazy Taxi or something. You know what I fancy playing? That game of the year from year 2000. It's been on my radar for a while. <laughs> some people enjoy that, though. We, we don't, but some people do. Enjoy what? Well, the whole, like, playing old games thing. But I don't know. It's not, it's not for me. I, I fantasize about it. You got the Bioshock trilogy, didn't you? Which you'll never play. 100% never play. You may as well have given that money to a homeless person. You're poking me, and I might have to retaliate. You can't just keep poking and saying I'm not going to play. <laughs> You wonder what happens yeah. if you poke a rabbit dog enough times. <laughs> it, it dies. It depends where you poke it with, I suppose, right? It gasps a last, a last <laughs> breath and then it just collapses. No, That's it breaks me. out of the cage and gives you rabies and then goes on a big... <laughs> A big spree of killing. <laughs> so, so, is that your way of saying you lock yourself in your room and complete all the games? Yeah, you get Bioshock one to three is going to get dead. My wife, will, she, I lock the door. She just see me barking in there while I'm playing the <laughs> just, just wild eyes, <laughs> mumbling something. She listens to my voice. Would you kindly? Would you? <laughs> Jay poked me. Jay poked me. Oh. <laughs> He said I couldn't do it. <laughs> he was questioning my financial decisions. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I'll switch it up then. Maybe God of War no more. Bring out the Bioshock. Never a bad game to play, Bioshock. But mm. you always get you always get the impression when you play old games that you you're missing out on something, which you are because you're not playing something new and fresh. It's philosophic. 
Okay, let's move on to the news. Let's delve deep uh, into the main topic, which is, I think, what's been vibrating your controller, Jay, this week when it comes to news. (laughs) 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 It's got to be three, right? And and picking the bones off of that show. Mm. Still no Splinter Cell, for fuck's sake. Still no Splinter, still no mention of Metroid, which we sort of semi-expected anyway, because I think they were they already said that it was it was a is a dead flush. Metroid. So I, think- I, I didn't even think about Metroid. I feel like I'm out of the Switch world at the moment. Yeah, but they could always jump a surprise, right? Because they pushed Breath of the Wild 2, and that was wasn't really expected. So mm, wasn't it? No, I almost I think that think so. was an anticlimax though, because it I feel like they've basically oh, yeah. they've just taken the the formula of Breath of the Wild one and just spun it off into another game. I suppose they they must they took such a long time doing Breath of the Wild. They, I feel like that's what happens is when when a new franchise comes. Not not that Zelda's a new franchise, but when there is a new franchise and they they kind of get all the tech in place and then they just spin out a sequel because they've kind of got the template there. Well, it makes sense, right? Because like you said, they've got the template there. It makes financial sense. There's obviously demand for Breath of the Wild 2. They, you only had to like fart it and it would, people would have been like excited about it. <laughs> but <laughs> but there's, there's murmurings that it might have some co-op element because the, the, the trailer, I don't know if you saw it, had like Zelda and Link working together. So did they? Yeah, that's the only good thing about about using like a template is I bet it's almost freeing as a developer because they don't have to worry about, you know, the art direction, the graphics engine and stuff. They can just think sideways, if you know what I mean. Right. That's nailed down. And they've done something in the past with when they did Ocarina of Time, like Majora's Mask was a bit out there Mm. because of the success of Breath of the Wild, uh, the first one. They could almost have a, a free stab in the dark, you know, creative license just running wild and just like do something a bit different and not, not be worried that it's going to be a bit of a flop or anything, which it probably, you know, it's not going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I saw a few people were disappointed with the whole like a sequel that looked the same because there was a few screenshots, if I'm not mistaken, and they did look very much just identical to Breath of the Wild 1. Well, there's a trailer as well. Was there? But... I didn't see that. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's massive <laughs> research, JJ. <laughs> I let you do the research. We still need to do Breath of the World one, but that's the problem. Yeah. It's, it's too big. It's too big. Well, you know, it, it was too big. It it was too big. What a criticism <laughs> from us! Too it big. was. It was too. It was too open ended, and there was too much for me. There was too much that kind of micromanagement of the inventories and stuff. It's too much of that. Right. I didn't enjoy the cooking. It felt like I had to write down a notebook of all the different uh, recipes. It just felt like a chore to me. Right. Uh, uh, if I want to make a pasty, I'll make it at home. I don't want to do it in the gaming world, right? That is a classic Zelda recipe, <laughs> a pasty. <laughs> yeah. uh, a health pasty. <laughs> yeah, That's Link for... just has a, a heart attack. He just dies after <laughs> he makes a pasty. All the hearts just go away, just like drip away. <laughs> <laughs> you ate a pasty. <laughs> <laughs> You had to pass the game over. Game over. <laughs> yeah, but then at least you know. Then I mean, it's, you learn, don't you, not to eat the pasty the second time, unless unless you really like the pasty. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe you could be too many pasties. Maybe there's a pasty meter, and when it gets to like a critical <laughs> critical level, Link starts. <laughs> Link, the the controller starts vibrating as, as like your heart. <laughs> 
Maybe you've got five minutes then of like invincibility. (laughs) (laughs) Of invincibility when you're at full pasty mode, when you can like take down anything. So that's the thing. So basically, (laughs) I would only recommend using it at the end of the final boss, just before, like right at the end when. (laughs) You bring peace to the world and then have a heart attack and die. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you've got a fairy in your pocket, then that's okay. That'll that'll sort you out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the fairy comes out i cure you of your heart disease yeah but it won't be one fairy you've got to use like 10 to, to lift you up <laughs> they like lifting you up all 10 fairies but uh, we should probably explain what a pasty is for for people i, I don't want to get bogged down in the pasty talk but people will be listening and be like what the fuck is a pasty pastry meat inside vegetables yeah it's, it's a very british thing isn't it it's in, in, in like a package a small package shape yeah there you go Let's leave it behind now. Let's move on. Eve3, what else got us talking? For me and Jay, Halo Infinite. There was no actual gameplay, though, which was a bit of a... Uh, <sighs> yeah. A damp squid, just because... Damp squib, not a damp squid. Well, with tomato, tomato, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's, just, yeah. that's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but were you disappointed? Because, like... Um, I, I, know, I know lots of people were... But I was actually, part of me was relieved. The thought of them radically changing the Halo formula when... Yeah, but we don't were... they might do. They might do. Oh, they definitely will change. I mean, the whole Halo Infinite, just the, them using the word infinite implies that it's going to be different. I'm quite glad that I feel legitimized to talk about Halo <laughs> because they, they made an announcement rather than you, you and I rambling on about how much right. we love Halo as we normally do on the podcast, whereas no one else cares. And it's going to be a launch title on the Project Scarlet, which is the new Xbox. What, what do you make of the Project, the Scarlet? Uh, well, they got me to buy the balls, that's for sure, because I will definitely now buy it. Yeah, the Halo balls, right? Yeah. It's the same with... Um, they did also announce that the new Xbox will be backwards compatible all the way back to the Xbox original, I think. Yeah, they've always had backwards compatibility, though, right? I mean, they've always... It's like me announcing my new, uh, my new, my next baby's gonna have two ears. I mean, all the rest, Dad. Let's take the the Xbox 360. That wasn't backwards compatible with the Xbox original, was it? Mm, I don't know. It's such a long time ago. My memory, my memory is sketchy. Yeah, but uh, what it means for me is that when it comes out, I can buy it, not thinking, oh, I've still got loads of games that I haven't completed on the the Xbox One, uh, yeah. and it means I can get maximum resale value out of my Xbox One. Because, right. the, you know, the longer I leave it to sell the Xbox One, the less value it'll be. If it's a launch title, in all honesty, I'll probably just buy it at launch and just sell my Xbox One. Because then I'll get maximum sale out of my Xbox One, and then I'll have the new Halo. You get maximum sale from the Xbox One if you've done it before it launched. I know, but can you go a few weeks without playing Halo 5? How much cold turkey can you go? <laughs> Someone's just lock you in your room um, for a few months. <laughs> And you could hire someone to, like, you know, put food under the door um, and just let you know when it's released. When projects <laughs> Jay runs the game, like, like all, all looking, like, looking like Castaway. <laughs> Project Scarlet, please. <laughs> I'm so out of it. I don't even know the official you name. No, just, just yeah. Project Scarlet. <laughs> Give me the box. <laughs> Give me the box. The new box. <laughs> the new box. 
<laughs> you just got a bit of loincloth. That's it. Just a bit of cloth on your on your twigs and berries. <laughs> yeah, I've miraculously got a load of cash on me as well. <laughs> holding a credit card. No, holding a credit card. <laughs> Did you see the whole? I'm sure you did the, the cyberpunk Keanu Reeves. Yeah, uh, well, that was kind of like the headline of the show. Somehow, people are way too excited about it. Like, I don't, I don't really care if he's in there. Like, it, it's nice to have him there. I, I, I'm honestly not that excited if he's there. I mean, one, I'm not probably not going to get cyberpunk unless I have a moment of I'm, I'm drunk one night and I want to buy a game. It's too big, right? Yeah, it's too big. It's like The Witcher. That I bought that, and that's just okay. So, what would it? Gathering. What would it have to get review wise? Like a score. For you to get it, um, well, no. If they if they added Bruce Forsyth to the agenda to the cyberpunk <laughs> roster at the end, it goes good game, good game. <laughs> Bruce Forsyth was a British, um, successful British quiz host from like the nineties. He, he was an entertainer. He wasn't just a quiz host. <laughs> I don't know if it was a quiz. It was more like a generation game. I suppose it was a quiz. Well, well. Also, um, Strictly Come Dancing. That's not a quiz. He was an entertainer. Keep adding celebrities to cyberpunk. Add a bit of Michael Jackson. Mm. Controversial. <laughs> Every time he gets shot. Ow! Ow! <laughs> Ow! Ow! <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. If they keep adding celebrities, I think I'd be interested. <laughs> the last thing, any other things from E3 you wanted to talk about? I know Wolfenstein Youngblood were pumped about because of yeah. co-op mode. It's going to be interesting. Any other games that we said? Oh, Elden Ring. Do you see Elden Ring? Is that the new Elder Scrolls? No, it's a new game developed by the Bloodborne guy. I can't remember his name. <laughs> the guy. <laughs> He's created it along with um, the Game of Thrones guy, J- Martin. <laughs> Martin. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Which gets on my nerves, to be honest. Like, Oh, yeah, just write your book, you lazy cunt. He's, he's looking for any old excuse not to write his book. I know. I think he's forgotten to write or something. He's not going to finish it before he dies. No. He's got another, what, another one book after this one? And he's already 70-something. Yeah, unless he finishes this one, then the last book is just like a, a, a kid's board book with like different flaps <laughs> that he can open. <laughs> it's a really quick book. <laughs> I blame the Bloodborne guy as well. He knows that he wants to get off it, so he's like, you know. Hmm. He should have. He should have realised his responsibility to the greater good. Let's leave the clutches of E3 now and move on to something else. This caught my eye this week. The Fallout guy, the Fallout seventy six guy, has been banging the drum a bit about the game. They seem a bit desperate now. They're trying to turn around the game. Oh, because of the terrible reviews of the last game. Yeah, their multiplayer attempt, which was terrible. They are making changes, and I think they've put all their eggs in this basket, and I think they, they need it to work. So I think in, in a recent interview, he said, it's not how you launch, it's what it becomes. Disagree with that. Those are the words of a desperate man, right? <laughs> he, is, he is just looking for... There is an element of, of that in kind of modern games where they launch and there's... I mean, good example, uh, Red Dead's Redemption. Which one? The second one? Yeah, the second one, where they launched kind of a bare-bones without multiplayer experience, right? And then they add that later. Right. But with, with Fallout 76, because it launched so badly, I mean, 
they'd have to almost re-release the game as something different for me to take any interest whatsoever. You know, their plan apparently, according to I've got his name down as Howard, but I'm not sure what his last name is. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's his first name or his last name, but you know what their plan is? Keep making the game better. Oh, that is God. That, he said, This is not gonna be a high meter critic game. This is not what this is. Well, I'm not interested then. <laughs> it's like saying this is shit. Yeah, like I don't know what he's saying, he's rambling. Not for me. Okay, the other thing, I'd be interested to see if you're going to bother with this or if this is your bag, is the new Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Yeah, by Ninantech. A Pokemon Go clone. Yeah, I know. Well, on, on the plus side, Harry Potter, you know, I prefer that to Pokemon, so one up there. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I could handle walking around with my phone out just, just trying to catch whatever monsters. Yeah. I'm not trying to like do the fat shaming thing, but probably would be a good thing if if you were slightly overweight. There's that side of things, right? They should like integrate the the fitness aspect to it. Like maybe if you really wanted to go for it, creatures, magical creatures, you know, whatever you're terminating, <laughs> terminating, whatever you're catching. If you up, there should be a fitness mode. If you up the fitness, maybe they start. You know, you, you find them and then they start legging it, and you have to like catch them. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. they've suddenly gone to the next postcodes area. You need to chase them. They should yeah. do that. Yeah, they, they like escape and they go. Oh, they're, they're here now. You've got to get here within this amount of time. Otherwise, they're they're gone for good. I think that's good. Yeah, yeah I'd be much more interested in that. You'd <laughs> be running around, screaming spells. As long as you're not running after it, and like the game's got to be aware of its surroundings, you can't have like the the creature cross a train track or something, and you just don't even know. <laughs> yeah, what a way to go, <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah, it's worse ways. <laughs> he died doing what he loved. <laughs> he died doing what he loved. <laughs> he got run over by a train chasing a it- dark wizard. <laughs> 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 and then as, as he's dying he looks up at his phone and it says wizard acquired <laughs> and he just smiles <laughs> he tells someone to come closer save my game <laughs> save it <laughs> that's what we think of harry potter wizards the last thing that yeah. caught my eagle eye was did you know there's still new games being made for the wii what hang on that's two generations ago not even the the Wii U. And why? Because people are still buying them. I bet they're like minimal effort though. It's probably like Wii Sports 5 or something. For simple people. Yeah, in, in the big game companies, they're like, oh, we need to make people asking for this game on the Wii. And he's like, uh, all right. Code some shit up. I'll <laughs> 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 have it done in a day. Yeah, just, just, just type some shit up and just put convert to Wii. He presses the convert to Wii button and that's it. <laughs> But can you guess the game? This well, the main game that they ma- mentioned. It'll be um, it'll be some kind of mini game thing. That's my guess. Close. Um, Just Dance 2020. Oh, okay. They probably just converted that though. Back in the day, we was like the, the the purchase of all. Like the parents were buying it. It was like such a big console release. It still does puzzle me why they totally ditched motion controls in their sequel. Do you remember? Um, metroid on the wii and even yeah. uh, resident evil 4 it was great the motion controls are great they should have just improved that 
Well, they did. I mean, the the Wii U gamepad did have like it wasn't the same, but but no, like, it didn't could... have the 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 one it... thing. It didn't have that. No, that was no. amazing for first person shooters. It was great for Metroid. I don't understand why it wasn't more of a mainstream stay. You're questioning my motto. Well, clearly, since the Wii U was fucking shit. <laughs> my motor's getting angry now. That's because I'm right. Yeah, but then he came out with a Switch, right? I, but who knows whether that was his own work. He could just be like the face now. Could, they could not let him do anything because they knew he lost the plot on the <laughs> Wii U. Yeah. And now he's just... A, Take all his passwords away from him. He's not allowed to touch anymore. Yeah, and then they just like stuck some sellotape on his the tops of his his, his mouth and like brought it up so he looks like he's smiling. <laughs> and... It, <laughs> <laughs> whenever they release a new game they just send a picture of that, uh, that to the, the game wheel him out on stage <laughs> right they put him behind like a, a one of those talking um, stages thing you know like a podium <laughs> he's like the wizard of oz you know <laughs> right but you know maybe that maybe that that was necessary because they need his face because people are still by Miyamoto but if he's gone absolutely batshit crazy <laughs> all right pod dogs as you know, every week we'd like to end the the show with a game. We're going to mix it up a bit, right, Jay? Yeah, I think we need something new. Yeah, like the oranges um, tale about. We've had too many oranges. Yeah, and I'm sure you have pod dogs as well. There's only so many oranges you can take. So we're going to mix it up now with a bit of a melon. And what we're going to do essentially is at the end of each show, we're going to start debating one topic one game one whatever and we're going to decide whether it belongs in the game in fiery furnace i.e it should be obliterated from the gaming world or whether there's a place for it in this world of ours <laughs> yeah so i don't know if you've seen room 101 but this is a very similar concept so this week's topic and it's quite a controversial one and it's been in the spotlight recently is Loot boxes. You know what you know what loot boxes are, Jay? What is a loot box? There is a lot of attention on loot boxes at the moment. EA especially have been Right, in exactly. They've been in the news. Yeah. Right. And they've called them one of the one of the quotes from their little pitch as to why, you know, they're not basically they're trying to convince Parliament that they're not gambling. Parliament? They've been calling to Parliament. Yeah, because Parliament thinking of banning like they're thinking of banning them or something where really? They're likening loot boxes to gambling. Mm-hmm. EA call them, um, they call them surprise mechanics, which... Uh, <laughs> I, I've got a different quote. The quote from the vice president of EA, he said, loot boxes aren't gambling, they're just like a kinder egg. <laughs> which is bullshit. Let's start, what is a loot box? From my understanding, especially I play a lot of FIFA, you know, one of EA's flagship games, and... There's this mode called Ultimate Team where you build your squad up, you play game, you play matches, you get points by better players. But there's also the option to pay money and get extra packs with extra players. That's in. not a loot box, though. Well, it is because you don't know what players you're going to get. They might all be shit. Mm. Okay, so you're talking about specifically like paid loot boxes. Right. Yeah, well, that's what they're saying with the gambling. If they were free, they were, no, no one would give a shit. I've got a problem with, with free loot boxes. Why? What's your problem with something free? What's the problem? Because they're fucking no shit. 
I think loot That's boxes not... are shit, full stop. <laughs> God, if they called you up as a witness in Parliament, <laughs> you'd be laughed off the box. A loot box is not necessarily something you pay for. A loot box, um, looting in general in games, right? Yeah, you've, you've, to, you've, you, you, looting in general in games. No, 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 no. You're thinking of just looting games. You said, you said we were talking about loot boxes. A loot box could be anything. Basically, you open in a game and you expect a random piece of content. It doesn't have to be monetary value. They're not talking about a bin in like Bioshock that you empty in the game they're well, talking about things. hang on not not in the article they're not but we're talking about loot boxes as a, a mechanic in the game maybe on the basic primitive level you could classify that as a loot box but what we're debating <laughs> it's like question time is all right david <laughs> is gaming gaming loot boxes the ones that are paid for whether that's gambling I think that is gambling. If you're paying for something and it's a random, a random thing that you get. Oh well, debate's over. <laughs> okay. Well, that, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing my hat in the ring here and saying that is, that is literally what gambling is. Right. Is, is, I, you, and... is you pay something and you randomly get either something good or something bad. We, you know, we're all, we got to be a balanced on this show, right? At the end, it's important to say the pros and the cons to this to having loot boxes not taken away. So try to think of what are the pros. For me, if you're crap at a game, you can pay, pay to win, which is not, I mean, I'm not saying pay to win is good. I, I mean, like if you're crap at FIFA, you're losing every game, you're not getting as much coins, you can't afford the better players. You know, you, you might just give up on the game if you couldn't buy a few packs and try and get a few better players. I'm just saying it's good, but I'm just saying it is. You're playing devil's advocate. Yeah, you know that is a pro. It, it maybe opens it up to people who are shit at games. <laughs> Peep. <laughs> you know what would you say to that? Mm, well, I guess the concern here is that it plays on the vulnerable. Yeah, old la- old ladies with no heat. <laughs> no <I'm> joke. <joking>. Yeah, <laughs> they love a good loot box. <laughs> Can't they just put parental controls on it? I think that, that would be enough, right? I'm not right. sure it should be so classified as outright gambling. I'm not convinced by that. No. I mean, what are the negatives? I mean, you could go into massive debt and lose your house <laughs> and, um, and job. And um... <laughs> That is quite funny. I, I've just got more of a problem with loot boxes in general, whether you pay for them or not. I think they're they're not a good mechanic. I th- I find them a cheaper mechanic in games and I don't like them. Yeah, there is I mean I open like with playing FIFA, you know, I open packs and there is a bit of excitement not knowing if you're gonna get something, you know, good. Mm, I don't mind it when uh it's just like aesthetic changes. So if you get like a different skin and stuff. You would prefer in a game like FIFA to have Basically, you get rewarded for for winning, and then you can upgrade your team that way. I don't think you should have an advantage because you pay money. Right. That defeats any kind of skill level involved, right? So if someone was sitting you on a bench now with a gun to your head <laughs> saying, loot boxes, do we keep them or do we get rid of them? What, what are you thinking? I feel like game developers just introduce them because they want to find more ways of making money that's what i think and i don't think i don't think it's good for gaming in general 
it's the dark side of gaming. That's what, how I feel about it. So are you thinking of it? You, would you put it in the bin? I definitely bin it. I definitely bin yeah. it. Whether it's gambling or not is another question. So good example, Bioshock, where there's lots of loot boxes. They're not paid for, obviously. But I think that's the weakest part of the game is the whole looting stuff. Yeah, I would agree. I would, I would probably bin it. Yeah, I think we've debated the shit out of <laughs> <laughs> loot boxes. How do you feel about the game? <laughs> it's not funny, that's for sure. No. It's more like a serious discussion. I think maybe this month there'll be a, a period of reflection where we want to take it. <laughs> yeah. Critiquing a loot box mechanism, it's never going to be really funny. Okay, so... You need to see a quote. You need to see a quote. All right, so listeners, we've come into the end. We've just about run out of time. Jay, I'm sure you've been raking your brain as to what the the quote could be. Do you want to give it to me again? Yeah, I will. You're feathered, buddy, that you've brung. Useless, like a pile of dung. I think this is the first week where I genuinely have no idea what that's from. Um, the, the hint is in your feathered buddy. Feathered buddy. I'm guessing it might be like a rare game or something. Oh, you're getting good, Jim. Um, where there's like some kind of you know like secondary character yeah uh, right. okay I'm gonna guess at like Banjo-Kazooie or something you, you, you hit the nail on the fucking did I yeah That's, hilarious you, thing you, is I've never played Banjo-Kazooie <laughs> I've, I've never played it either but I figured as there was the big reveal at E3 with Banjo-Kazooie being a new Smash Brothers character I thought mm. it was only right that we added some sort of quote banjo because it's actually from the main one of the the main villain. I, I can't the, the 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 witch from the game. She like <laughs> I wouldn't know. She 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 does rhymes and stuff. So well <laughs> done, Jane, and well done to you, Pod Dogs. And I think that brings us to the end. So till next month, it's goodbye from me. And um, don't forget, you can tweet us at IDHTTGA or you can start heart or favorite us on your podcast app of choice. You can also rate us on iTunes or even better, you can share this podcast with a friend. That's it from me, Jay. See you next month.